Genesis chapter 28. There are 22 verses in this chapter. Today we're going to see Joey, Jacob go away from his parents' house and Jacob actually have a dream and build an altar. So yeah, that's what we're going to see. Also, two weeks ago, I said, text me at 662-371-8877 to receive a free Christian Boy sticker. And nobody wanted anything for free. So I'm going to try it again this week. Text me at 662-371-8877 and you can receive a free sticker from the Christian Boy Podcast. Alright, let's get right into Genesis chapter 28 on the Christian Boy Podcast. Our memory verse for the week comes from Psalm 30 verse 10. It says, Hear, O Lord, and have mercy on me. Lord, be my helper. Always call on God to be your helper because he has everything that we need. All right, let's get right into the chapter. It says, Isaac summoned Jacob, blessed him, and commanded him, Don't take a wife from the Canaanite women. Go at once to Padan Aram, to the house of Bethuel, your mother's father. Marry one of the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. May God Almighty bless you and make you fruitful and multiply you, so that you may so that you become an assembly of peoples. May God give you and your offspring the blessing of Abraham, so that you may possess the land where you live as a foreigner, the land God gave to Abraham. So Isaac sent Jacob to Padan Aram to Laban, son of Bethuel, the Armenian, the brother of Rebekah, the mother of Jacob and Esau. Esau noticed that Isaac blessed Jacob and sent him to Padan Aram to get a wife there. When he blessed him, Isaac commanded Jacob, do not marry a Canaanite woman. And Jacob listened to his father and mother, went to Padan and went to Padan Aram. Esau realized that his father Isaac disapproved of the Canaanite women. So Esau went to Ishmael and married in addition to his other wives, Mahalath, daughter of Ishmael, Abraham's son. She was the sister of Naboth. Jacob left Beersheba and went toward Haran. He reached a certain place and spent the night there because the sun had set. He took one of the stones from the place, put it there at his head, and lay down in that place. And he dreamed. A stairway was set on the ground with its top reaching heaven, and God's angels were going up and down on it. The Lord was standing there beside him, saying, I am the Lord God. I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham, and the God of Isaac. I will give you and your offspring the land that you are now sleeping on. Your offspring will be like the dust of the earth, and you will spread out toward the west, east, north, and the south. All the peoples on earth will be blessed through you and your offspring. Look, I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go. I will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised. When Jacob awoke from his sleep, he said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. He was afraid and said, What an awesome place this is. This is none other than... Than the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. 
Early in the morning, Jacob took the stone that he was near that was near his head and set it up as a marker. He poured oil on top of it and named the place Bethel, though previously the city was named Luz. Paul, I'm sorry, I said Paul. Oh Lord, I meant to say. Then Jacob made a vow: If God will be with me and watch over me on this journey. If he provides me with food to eat and clothing to wear, and if I return safely to my father's house, then the Lord will be my God. This stone that I have set up, this stone that I have set up as a marker will be God's house, and I will give to you a tenth of all that you give to me. So this chapter, you see, it's a it's not a very long and descriptive chapter. Well, there is a lot of description on the on the dream that Jacob has. But it starts off with Isaac summoning his son after Rebekah had got him into sending his son away to her brother's house. We see Jacob's Isaac summon his son Jacob, tell him to go away. And then Esau hears about this conversation and recognizes that the wives that he has taken of the Hittites, who we already know were an annoyance to Rebekah and Isaac, they don't like those people. So what does Esau do? He can't go to Padan Aram because if he does, he's angry at Jacob. He's going to kill Jacob. So instead, he takes him a third wife from the women of from Ishmael and married one of the daughters of one of the sisters of Naboth. Then we see Jacob. He goes into a place and lays down on a rock. Can you imagine sleeping on a rock? I've not had a night like that. I've had a night without a pillow. Very brutal night. But I've never slept on a rock. It might have been comfortable. Probably was at the proper shoulder height so that he, his neck was not actually straining the whole night. But that's beyond <laughs> beneath the point. What's really the miracle is that he woke up and he didn't talk about the crick in his neck. He was actually happy about the blessings of God. Anyway, let me get back serious. So we see him have a dream about a stairway that was set on the ground with a top reaching to heaven. So these were some tall stairs. And we see angels on these stairs going up and down on it. And then we hear the voice of the Lord give him a promise that he gave to Abraham that the offspring will be like the dust of the earth and all the people will be blessed through this offspring. And then he tells him, I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go. And then we see Jacob awake from his sleep, is amazed that he was in the presence of God and did not realize it, builds an altar. And then he says that he will serve God if he goes to where he needs to go and comes back to his father's house without any trouble, which is interesting. You just had a vision about the stairways of heaven. And God just told you that he's going to do exactly what he wants, what he's what he's planning to do in your life. And now you need verification, which is an interesting thing. We're going to see this a lot in the Bible. People are going to need verification for certain things. Gideon needed verification. Who else needed verification? Uh, we saw Isaac and Abraham actually deny God's power and then come back to realize that God actually protects them because they were scared people were going to take their wives. We saw that previously. Now we see, at least it gets a little better with Jacob. You don't see him actually not believe in God's power at first. I hope we don't see it later on. But we do see him actually questioning it and telling God if he keeps him protected, then he will serve him, even though God has just said that he will bless him. So yeah, that's one of my takeaways. We see this theme a lot of people 
verifying God's power because we don't trust the first word that we hear, even though it's from the voice of God, even if you have a vision of the stairways of heaven, seeing angels ascending and descending from this long stairway. That would have been very awesome to see. It was such a very big impact that he was amazed. He said, this is an awesome place, but he still needed verification, even after hearing the voice of the Lord. Is it wrong to get verification? Certainly not. But should we trust in the Lord with all our hearts and lean out on our own understanding? Of course. But that, but we do see him do a positive thing. At the end, he builds an altar and he promises to give a tenth of everything that he gets back to the Lord. So he promises to actually be a good steward and not selfish. So he does learn his lesson a little bit. This chapter was a little short, but I enjoyed it. And yeah, all I have to say is, when God makes a promise with you, you don't need second verification. I know we all have doubts in faith. So if you need a second verification, it's fine to get one. But sometimes take the Lord on his word and trust in God because has he failed you yet? He hasn't. All right. This has been the Christian Boy Podcast. This is the end of Genesis chapter 28. Hey, stay connected with the Christian Boy Podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Christian Boy Podcast. And you can also go to ChristianBoyPodcast.com to check out the website. You can sign up for the newsletter, which comes out once a month with various topics on how to improve your day-to-day godly life. Also, you can contact me via email or via text. You can email me at MoshaAkili at gmail.com and you can text me at 662-371-8877. So yeah, there's a lot of ways to stay connected on the Christian Boy Podcast. So listen to the podcast, check out the Facebook, like, comment, share the podcast. And yeah, God bless you and thank you for listening.